Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Monday, August 22nd. Stocks are getting hit relatively hard this morning, picking up where they left off on Friday. So you have S&P futures down 47 points. It's about 1.1%. Dow futures are down 285 points. That's about 85 basis points. And then the NASDAQ futures are off 195 points, which is about 1.5%. Um, similar declines in Europe, so the major indices there are down about 1% to 1.7%. We're seeing underperformance in autos, chemicals, financials, and retail. None of the major subgroups are outperforming, but the traditional safe haven groups are, um, I'm sorry, none of the major subgroups in Europe are seeing absolute outright gains, but traditional safe haven areas are outperforming real estate, healthcare, uh, utilities. And then in Asia, you saw weakness across the board, except for mainland China, the Shanghai comp ended up 60 basis points. Um, China cut rates overnight, which I'll get to in one second. So the main source of concern for the market, it's the same as it was on Friday. There is a lot of talk, speculation, um, chatter that Powell will be forced to deliver a very hawkish speech this Friday at Jackson Hole at 10 a.m. in an effort to kind of reset monetary expectations, which has become um, too complacent, too dovish in the last several weeks. Um, I don't agree with that. I really don't think that the current state of expectations um, are, are all that incongruous with the Fed thinking around policy tightening. So you do have um, tightening expectations moving up this morning, including, uh, you know, you're now pricing in closer to 75 basis points for September 21st versus 50. Um, and you have the uh, December 31st funds rate forecast, um, you know, nearing 3.55%. Um Again, I think you're looking more at 50 basis points in 75 for the 21st, and I don't think that the um, the ceiling for this tightening cycle is going to go above 3.5%. So I don't think Powell really has to do much for expectations. It doesn't mean he's going to be exceptionally dovish, but I don't think he's going to have to deliver um, this kind of hawkish hammer speech that a lot of people are concerned about. Um, you know, That being said, I still think that you're looking at a ceiling for the S&P at around 4,300. Um, just given 18 times multiple and a $240 EPS forecast for next year, it's very hard to get either of those numbers up much more than 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 that, which means, again, 4300 approximately is a pretty firm ceiling, which doesn't give you a ton of upside. Um, but again, I don't really think that you have to be concerned about um, a very hawkish speech from Powell on Friday. Other items this morning in focus, so China cut interest rates again. Um, in line with expectations, these are the loan prime rates, the one-year and five-year loan prime rate. The one-year went down by less than expected. The five-year went down by more than expected. Um, you know, so China continues to ease policy. They're doing it in a relatively modest way. These aren't dramatic actions. And if anything, I think they make people a little bit more anxious in that they are acknowledgement that China is facing several headwinds. Um, but again, the, the actions that are being done on the fiscal and monetary front just aren't all that dramatic. Um, you know, so you continue to have three major headwinds in China with the property downturn, the ongoing zero tolerance approach to COVID, and now in the last couple of weeks, these power rationing actions that are being that are taking place in certain parts of the country due to extreme drought conditions. Um, those power rationing actions are kind of having the effect of COVID lockdowns. Um, you know, so the the measures that are being taken um, are not nearly enough to overcome those. I think the best stimulus that China could do for itself would be to figure out some type of way um, to moderate or, or to um, move away from the zero tolerance approach to COVID. So long as that is in place, it's just very little they can do um, you know, to dramatically change the growth trajectory for the country. 
On Russia, Ukraine, there was an uh, interview with a Russian diplomatic official in the Financial Times essentially saying that um, you know Russia has no plans to negotiate a settlement to the war and that they are planning for an, um, you know, a prolonged conflict in Ukraine. Um, and I think related to that, you have just ongoing concerns about raw European gas supplies. Gazprom on Friday announced that it would be cutting off the Nord Stream pipeline, um, which pipes gas into Germany. For three days later this month for quote-unquote maintenance um i think just again sowing fears that um russia will continue to weaponize its gas supplies as it uh, attempts to kind of break the will of the west and um, halt the flow of arms into ukraine um so those are all the main themes and trends for this morning for today's calendar specifically there isn't much other than earnings after the close. Um, so Palo Alto Networks and then Zoom are the big ones that are going to be having earnings tonight. For the week, the big macro events are Friday. So the Jackson Hole speech, Powell speech is at 10 a.m. on Friday. And then you also have the July PCE, which is out Friday morning at 830. Um, and then this is another very busy week of earnings. So a lot of retailers and tech companies, um, I won't go through everything. I have, uh, I, I sent out previews for all the individual companies on Friday. Um, if you'd like to see that, just shoot me a note. Um, and that is pretty much everything for today, Monday, August 22nd. Thank you for listening.